everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about recovering from Christmas. So I hope if you celebrated Christmas that you had a wonderful time and you enjoyed yourself. And now we're kind of in this weird space between Christmas and New Year's where um, the, the activities of the weekend probably are spilling over into the week, which is totally normal, totally fine. Um, and so how do you start recovering from it though? I think this is the beauty of this is that you is that you actually have a plan for how to recover, which isn't an all or nothing plan. Because again, this is the perfect time to be all or something with how you're approaching your health and your weight loss. This is the perfect week to help that. And so again, what it becomes is not that you're trying to, okay, now Christmas is over, now I'm right back onto my plan necessarily. And if you want to do that, knock yourself out. But if you're struggling to do that, if you're struggling to get back on track, if you're still kind of eating like crap, drink a little more, um, kind of in the, the Christmas spirit still, um, with your eating and, and the lifestyle choices, that's completely normal and natural. And where we want to get to is we want to get to a place where we start shifting back to being some healthier, making some healthier choices. And that can be little things. So again, program yourself, then we call this reduced to the ridiculous strategy, where you're not trying to completely cut out the carbs, completely cut out sugar, make everything perfect. But instead, what you're looking to do is you're looking to get some things back on track. So me personally, like a lot of my fruit intake has gone right down the drain. Like I'm not consuming much fruit, not consuming much vegetables, and my water intake's gone down. And so now what I want to do is I want to get myself back on track with those things. My eating's still off track, okay? But I'm still working against some of the fundamentals down, all right? So this is how you recover. And one of the easiest ways to recover from Christmas is to get more sleep. Take some naps. Look for opportunities to get some rest and relaxation during the week because what you want to look at, especially over this next week, is really getting your foundation kind of built back up, your energetic foundation. Because, of course, your energetic foundation is your mindset foundation as well. And so it's not about being perfect. That's usually too high of a bar for most people. It's about maintaining some of the fundamental um, practices and, and behaviors that keep a firm foundation under you eating some more fruit, eating some healthier foods, getting sleep when we can, drinking more water, relaxing, enjoying yourself a bit. These types of things that feel good enough themselves, okay? But I want you to give them more value by realizing that drinking water, going for a nice walk, taking a nap is going to help your weight loss in the big picture. Because again, you're going to go into January feeling more re refreshed, recovered, and feeling better. And that is gonna make you in a much better position to really thrive in 2024, instead of trying to do it now, when you're depleted, tired, and still kind of in this weird headspace during this week, okay? So start focusing on the little things, small little steps to recovering, so you feel a little bit better. And I think by realizing that doing little things that make you feel a little bit better consistently, that's how you feel a lot better as the new year starts to roll around. So I hope these help you out and I wish you the best with them. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Cherry says, I'm recovering from a mental health breakdown and gained weight. I'm struggling with depression and anxiety due to it. Any advice? Um, yeah, I think, I think we always want to make distinctions between our weight and a lot of the other things that are going on in our lives, right? So, um, every time is not the perfect time to lose weight or even maintain our weight, right? So we're going through mental health breakdowns, we're losing a job or you know, spousal issues. I mean, there's a million things that life can throw at us that starts to take precedence over the weight. Now I know in our mind we say, well, weight's always gonna be the most important thing because it's affecting everything I'm thinking and feeling, I get that. But sometimes we only have so much energy 
And so if you're dealing with a, a mental health breakdown, right, that sounds like an extreme thing where that becomes the focus, not to start piling on top of yourself because your eating hasn't been as good and maybe you put a little bit of weight on. Um, again, ideally, that's not what we want to do, but sometimes that's going to happen when we have other stresses that life throws on us. Okay. So what I mean by this to move forward is I think focusing on not weight related things so much as focusing on mental health related things. Okay. So again, a lot of times what's going to help us most with, most with our weight loss is not the typical weight loss things, right? It's not counting calories. It's not trying to get our eating perfect or exercising perfect. If you had a mental health breakdown, what happens is the focus becomes how can I feel better mentally? You know, now sometimes the mental health improvements and the weight loss and health improvements align and they're the same thing. And sometimes they're not. Sometimes letting go of the weight thing for a little bit and say, I'm going to focus on my mental health and getting that back where I want it to be, that's the right thing to focus on. And once you start to feel more stable and you feel better foundationally, mental health wise, then you again go back to the weight loss piece and let that become the focus. But I see a lot of people, they're so depleted um, mentally, emotionally, physically, and they're trying to lose weight on top of it. And so sometimes you just got to put the weight loss, you got to move to second place, okay, when things in life take precedence. And I think, again, ultimately by doing this, you're not giving up on the weight loss in any way. What you're doing is you are taking care of what needs to be taken care of first so that you can ultimately thrive with the weight. But it's very difficult. I mean, how are you gonna thrive with the weight if mental, mentally you're feeling uncertain, right? You feel like you know, you're know you on a shaky foundation, you know? It's very difficult. So if you focus on the mental health piece as the primary focus, get that solidified, then start moving into the weight, you know? Um, and, and realizing that's normal. I mean, life throws stuff at us. Again, our weight is not this static thing because life's not a static thing. So it's normal and natural that as we move through life, different things kind of come at us. And, you know, again, we want to get through those those acute challenges, you know, whether it's a health issue, a work issue, relationship issue, there's a million things life can throw at us that stress us out. And sometimes they knock us off track. That's just the way it goes. So as much of your attention as you can put into getting yourself back on track with life <laughs> and then the weight piece, a lot of times that serves people a lot better than trying to do everything at once and then feeling bad that they can't. So... That's my suggestion. I wish you the best with that. I hope you get that, move, move forward with that. Um, but yeah, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I know this is maybe the, the craziest week where no one wants to think about weight loss. <laughs> maybe more so than last week because last week you were still at some semblance of normalcy and then this week comes along and now it's like, you you know, you get the foundation of Christmas on one hand and, um, you know, uh, now, now the New Year's coming up. It's, it's a very... I always think there's like a suspended reality, right? It's just, it's a weird place where you're in between years. Um, and tomorrow we'll be talking, what's up, Marcy? Um, tomorrow we'll be talking about kind of reflecting on the year, how to, how to make the most use of this week. I love this week so much. Um, not for weight loss. <laughs> I'm eating like shit. Um, so it's like, I, I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not on the weight loss path this week. Um, I'm not the basically just enjoy myself path, but I am reflecting on, reflecting on the year, um, what's worked well for me, what hasn't. We'll go, we'll talk about that tomorrow, but um, someone says thoughts on CBD oils. Uh, I don't know enough about CBD oils. It, it, people I know, you know, anecdotally, it seems it's helped them, you know, with, with sleep and, and, you know, uh, discomfort issues. So um, from that limited thing, I could say that's pretty good, but, but I don't have enough experience to really talk um, at length about those. 
Uh, Mary says your videos have helped me so much. I started low carb and have lost 10 pounds in one month. Great job, Mary. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a super, super results. Nippy Zippy says, hi, I still have not eaten chocolate since April. Oh my goodness. That's amazing, right? Um, now again, some people say, oh my God, no chocolate since April. That's a nightmare to them. But for this person, that's really working out well. And it's a real feather in their cap, you know? So um, that's quite an accomplishment because I know the way that you're not eating it is you've made some inner shifts. And so you think differently about it. You feel differently about it. And then now you're not eating it. Um, that's why I always want to reinforce that, folks. We don't want to wait. I call it called white knuckling. You know what I mean? Like we don't want to white knuckle our weight loss, meaning we're constantly craving stuff and we're always saying, no, 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 you can't have it. We want to go to the source and change the way we think and feel about the food so that we have more control over it. <laughs> Marcy says, I've eaten chocolate since yesterday. Yeah, well, I haven't eaten chocolate since this morning. So there you go. I still have nonstop chocolate chip cookies in my house and I'm still eating them. Um, but again, it, it's a short-term thing, so it's fine. It'll, it'll be fine. But that's funny you say that. Um Cherry says, how do I stop focusing on short term, short time results instead of long term? Yeah, yeah. Cherry, that, that's the that's the challenge of every diet or to some degree. So understand it's an undertaking, right? There, there's nothing I could just tell you and it's like, bap, I did it. Um, but what I always say to people is you got to reframe this whole process. And I start with the question, how long do you want to keep the weight off for? Right? You want to lose the weight. I know that. You want as quick as possible. But the, the other question beyond that is how long do you want to keep the weight off for? Right. And I can hear you say forever. Right. We all want to keep the weight off forever. We don't just want to lose the weight and then put it back on. Obviously. Right. But that's how what most people are doing. If you're successful, even right. Most people never even lose the weight. But then the vast majority of people, like 85, 95 percent of people that lose the weight that are successful losing it, put it back on. So we have got to focus on that little piece of information <laughs> that everyone just ignores and says, oh, I don't give a shit. As soon as I lose the weight, then I'll figure it out. Well, that's not what statistics say. That's not what your last five times of losing weight and putting it back on say. You know, so we have to start looking at the real goal. And the real goal is not to lose weight. It's to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life there on near autopilot. That's the goal. And that's going to involve a different strategy, right? There are two different goals. And so different goals require different strategies. So the goal to lose weight as quick as possible versus keep it off and, and live at your goal weight forever are two totally different strategies. So we got to start with that framing that it's not about losing weight. It's about mastering your weight. And once you start thinking about, I want to live at my goal weight for the rest of my life on your autopilot, well, that in and of itself is a long-term mindset. The diet or mindset is a short-term one where all you want to do is just lose the weight and then I don't know, I'll figure it out. The weight mastery strategy is a long-term one. It's forever. That you forever want to be at your goal weight. And we'll take it a step further. We want to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. It's not just about losing weight. That's not enough motivation. This is about being the best version of yourself possible. right? So who's the best cherry that you can possibly imagine in your mind? Who's the best version of you that you can imagine? It's about thinking of that version of you. How does that version of you, um, what, what relationships do you have, right? How do you feel day in and day out? How do you perform at work? How do you perform whatever you do day in and day out? Whatever your life is now, how do you want it to be? And what is you at your best? That's what this is about. And one aspect of that is you at your goal weight, but there's way more context to it, right? It's the context of, again, thriving with your relationships, thriving with your work, um, thriving with the things that are important to you in your life. And so now again, that starts to extend your time frame as well. Because what do you just want to thrive for a couple months? 
Do I just lose weight for a couple months? Oh, obviously not. So as soon as we start to articulate a different goal, it sets you up subconsciously to start thinking about it differently. And it starts helping you to focus your attention, not just on the short-term results, but on the long-term results. There's a great quote that, peop- that, they, that they say, um, most people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. And I see this all the time. So again, it's not easy, I don't think, to just change your time frame of how you think about weight loss, but it is extremely valuable when you do. Okay, extremely valuable. And so I suggest you stick with that because again, that's going to help you get the goals that you're ultimately looking for. Um, yep, Nibby Zibby said, just see those piles of sugar. Yep, yep. I don't cut out anything. The second I restrict something, all I do is think about it. Yeah, I agree, Marcy. I, I tend to be that way too. Um, but at Nippy Zippy, I also use that too. Again, I use, it's a weird place to be because humans don't like, uh, humans do not like cognitive dissonance, right? But if you're going to lose weight in this culture, there's got to be some cognitive dissonance, right? Because I look at sugar, and on one hand, it's like cocaine. It really is, right? It's this powdered substance, lights up the same part of our brains. It's very addictive. So in one sense, sugar's like cocaine. On the other hand, I give it to my kids. So it's a very uncomfortable place to exist with both of those ideas at the same time. But I think when it comes to your weight, which is really kind of a managed addiction because we live on Temptation Island, um, we have to be able to kind of hold both ideas at the same time, I think. you know. And so I think of sugar like cocaine, I consume it and eat it sometimes. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a weird place to be, but I'll use everything I possibly can to influence my eating. And so again, it's about figuring out, trying all the different strategies and ideas and then figuring out what works best for you, right? But I understand, Marcy, that, that a lot of people, the second you restrict something, because when we restrict something, the subconscious idea is that I want it, but I can't have it, you see? And so we don't want to do that. What we want to do is want to go to the source and feel like, you know what, nah, I don't really want that. And you've done that with things in your life anyways, but we're looking to do that intentionally. When you can do that with food, instead of saying, oh my God, chocolate, I love chocolate, but I can't eat it on my diet. That's, that's a, you're not gonna last long with that most likely. But when you start to look at chocolate and say, mm, chocolate, that look, that's good, but also I don't really like what it does to me, all the sugar, it puts my body, I'm gonna start thinking about chocolate, it gets hard to not eat it, it kind of throws me off track, I don't sleep as well, I feel frustrated when I wake up in the morning, it slows my weight loss down, right? Now all of a sudden you're decreasing the cravings and you're not really relying on willpower, you're reframing the way you think about it. So I think you're both right and we wanna use everything we possibly can. Um, all right. But if you can can cut out chocolate for the rest of your life, then that's awesome. Yeah, I know I cannot. Yeah, that's exactly it, Marcy. You know, and that's like, I'm I'm glad we're kind of talking about this because this just comes up to the point that you have to build your weight loss strategy around you. You know, I can sit here and look like, I think back sometimes, like I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, technically a pescatarian, I'll eat fish sometimes. But for me, and I, and I was a meat eater, like meat eater twice a day, every day of my life. Okay. I was telling my daughter about this. Like I was Greek Orthodox raised up that way. And we would do the, um, we would have a week where we would give up meat. And I was talking about how hard that was, you know, back then. So I'm just trying to paint a picture for you where I came from. But so I started to, you know, get into yoga and meditation and, and just living differently, thinking differently. And for me, you know, even being, I never even really considered the idea of vegetarianism. It wasn't anything I thought of, but as soon as it like became an idea and a concept, my mind just wrapped around. It just felt like the right thing for me, you know? And so I look back on it. It's like, it wasn't me saying, okay, I can't eat meat anymore. It was me saying, eh, I, I just, I don't really want it anymore. And I just, I just naturally changed. So there's some things like that. And then there's beer though, right? So I love beer and it's like, oh, I should stop drinking beer. I'm like, I did not want to stop drinking beer. I'm like, the second I'd be like, I can't drink beer 
it, it threw me all off. So again, the same person, different abilities with different contexts. And I think this is really important to understand because this is how it's going to be for you. Some things you'll be able to just quit easily and some things you won't. And so even nippy zippy, right? So maybe chocolate, it's, it was, it, it was easy. That's it. You know, and it just felt right. It just happened. And there's probably other things that you still eat that you want to have more control over, but you know, it's a little harder. So again, completely normal and natural that we all have different responses and different reactions to different things. Okay. So honor that, honor that. Again, it all comes back to who you are. What's up, Tabby? Merry Christmas to you. I hope everyone had a nice Christmas. Um, RC says, I eat Lily's sugar-free chocolate chips. Okay. Yeah. Um, be careful with the sugar-free stuff. You know, that's just my, I don't put my stuff on you, but I, the sugar-free thing, like it's great that there's no sugar, but then what's, what are they replacing it with to make it sweet? You know? So, um, that, that's, again, that's a, that's a decision everyone has to make for themselves. Do you want to, um, have sugar or do you want to have a sugar substitute? And, uh, again, that's up for you all to decide, but, uh, anyways, yeah, I hope everyone had a nice Christmas. Christmas on Monday, what are we thinking? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know if I like it or don't like it. But uh, I don't think it was the same last year. Wasn't last year the same type of thing? So it's so funny how when these holidays fall on certain days, it has it takes on a whole different characteristic, right? But uh, yeah, so this week's weird. I can't it's Wednesday already. It just feels like, a, like an odd week. But uh, yeah, we'll be talking, like I said. Oh, so anyways, by the way, if you're not, get on my email list. So if you're not on my email list... You can go to my bio, click the link, and go get the hypnosis session I give you. Um, as soon as you sign up for it, I give you a training as well. Uh, three Steps to Master Your Weight. You can watch that. Um, so I would suggest doing that. But Because i got some cool stuff coming out to people on my email list um, and during the lives. We usually do the lives around noon. This week's little will be over the place a little bit. Um, but then next week we'll be right back to, to noon o'clock um, to kind of get you guys going for the new year. Cause I love the new year. So don't, Hey, listen, don't be all negative about the resolution thing. Okay. Um, I get it. Right. You know, it, it's kind of, a, it's, it's just like, yeah, yeah. People set resolutions. They don't believe them. Right. Almost people about resolutions, the way that are affirmations, you know, where it's like they tried affirmations and didn't work. I get it. Um, but that doesn't mean you should give up on them because there's a natural momentum. I think at the beginning of the year, uh, that you can tap into. You know, it's kind of like a big wave. You might as well surf it a little bit. Um, and so we'll talk about how to make best use of that. But for this week here, what I suggest you do is you enjoy the hell out of yourself. And that doesn't mean you just stuff yourself silly. It means, you know, you eat the food you like, you drink a little more than maybe you typically do. Um, but you look for opportunities to take naps, to rest, still drink your water, eat some fruit when you can, do some healthy things when you can as well. But enjoy yourself and recover, you know, so that when next week rolls around, you feel like you enjoyed your yourself as much as possible and you're kind of prepared and ready, you know, for the new year. Okay. Um, so again, this is the idea that even when you're not on the wagon or when you're not perfect with what you're doing, you can still be in the game. This is probably one of the most important strategies, concepts out there. Again, this is the all or something strategy where most people are all or nothing, Right. And so they've just been nothing for a month now since Thanksgiving. Right. And now they're going to go all back on January 1st. No, you're not. You know, you will for a couple of days, maybe. But if you're doing something, still walking a little bit, still drinking your water, still doing, still with a foot in the game, always a foot in the game, um, you're going to find that you get much better results that way. Okay. And certainly with the new year coming as well, um, setting resolutions and setting goals, I think, is really valuable. You know, don't be one of these negative people. Oh, resolution, what's the point? They're stupid, you know? I get it, I, I get it. But um, if you set resolutions properly, 
they, it can be a really valuable time. There's no doubt that culturally, there's just a lot of conditioning, new year, new beginnings, all the rest of it. And so, you know, there, there's people are pretty negative resolutions, but resolutions, the most positive changes, the most positive changes happen starting January 1st, culturally, you know? So yeah, lots of people just save some resolution and they just don't stick with them. They just ignore them and they're, they're off with them. I get that. But also simultaneously, the greatest number of people at once start getting positive changes right January 1st too. So there's two sides to look at that. And so, um, you know, we'll talk about that next week. And again, I got some training coming for you next week. Um, we'll do the new body design workshop. I'll be offering that for free, you know, to, to you guys. So again, get on my email list because um, we'll, we'll, uh, you'll, you'll get information on that. Um, but this week here, again, I think this is the week where you reflect. I think that's where you get the most value out of this week. Um, because you use this as an opportunity to reflect on the past year. Because, listen, we go through life first person, right? We're just kind of going through life. And we tend to just move straight forward through it. And a lot of times we don't take a chance to take a step and kind of like pop out of our normal perspective. And so what we're doing metaphorically this week, ideally, is we kind of like just kind of go above ourselves and look over the year. What worked, what didn't work. We learn, we grow, we evolve, you know, and we do that from reflecting um, on what, 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 what happened this year. You know, some things went good, some things didn't. And you're forgetting some, a lot of those things, right? Because you're just oh, tired from Christmas and the holidays and travel. All the stuff you've been doing overtakes your mind. And, you know, it, it's easy to never look at the year, never learn and grow from what you did this year. And that's some of the most valuable information that you can get, you know, because it's you. And so there's nothing, again, what, what I do is I'm a, a neuro-linguistic programming NLP trainer and NLP is the science of role modeling, finding people to get the results you want, figuring out how they did it and then doing those things. And so when it comes to yourself, you are your own best or worst role model in a sense, right? You know, you know firsthand what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Problem is you're not taking the time to learn those lessons. You know, you're just kind of trapped going, you know, one mode moving forward through life. Um, and so I think if you take a step back this week and kind of reflect on the year, you know, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, a specific way to do it. But, um, you know, you reflect on the year, what things worked, what things didn't, what things are you happy you did? What things do you regret that you didn't start doing or that you stopped doing? You know, you learn from that and you do it in a very kind of neutral way. You know, because again, a lot of times when we do reflect on things that didn't work or did work, we get very emotional about it. And when we're emotional, we're not learning as well as we can, okay? Because our brain's not operating the way we want it to. So when we stay calm and relaxed and we reflect on the year, we can learn. I, I don't know how you can learn more lessons that are practical for yourself than taking this week and kind of reflecting on the whole year that you just lived. It, it's like, it's as valuable as information as you can get in your life almost. You know, because your life is a series of patterns and you don't realize this. this is what I'm saying. Like as you're going through your life, just going through it, you're just doing what you always do. And you're doing most of that shit on autopilot, you know, and a couple of times you got motivated and you did things a bit differently and you either stuck with them or you didn't. And now's the time to learn and kind of refocus on those things. What things worked and I want to get started again, that kind of fell off. And what things didn't work that I want to kind of stop or tweak or optimize. You know, again, this is strategic thinking applied to your life. And it's a thing that a lot of people do not do. And if you don't do this, what happens is you'll go into 2024 and 2024 will be just like 2023, which was just like 2022. 
you know, maybe the, for the two years before that were a little different because of COVID, but then the years just become the years, you know, unless something drastic changes in the environment, you know, and that, that's not usually the case. So again, taking a step back and reflecting on how the year went, um, how you did, what went, worked, what didn't, and learning from that, again, I, I can't think of much of a better use of time for you than that. Again, really super, super valuable. All right. Um, all right, I want, we get out of here. Just wanted to pop in today and say hi. Um, again, I hope you enjoy this week, right? Enjoy yourself. Um, you don't have to be perfect with your reading this week, I don't think, you know? You don't have to be perfect next week either, by the way. Okay, <laughs> but we'll get into how to deal with next week. Um, so, all right, thanks everyone. If you have, if you don't know, again, go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session I give you um, and watch the training. I think the training is really valuable, but get on my email list. Um, podcast is program yourself. Then you can listen on any platform possible. Go listen to it. If you like it, leave me a little positive review. I'd appreciate that. And, uh, thanks so much. We will talk soon. Have a great day. Bye.